No sweat, no sweat. <laughs> no. You hear that part? You say, like, say it out. Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of Roses and Thorns. Today, I have on the show a very, very good friend of mine. Olari Rigbe Folao Moyo, sorry. I mean, I like to call his full name because why not? Hi, Moyo. Hi. So I think I'll just correct you there. My name is Moyo Sola, not Moyo Sorry. Whatever. <laughs> no, whatever. That's my name, Moyo Sola. See, Moyo Sola. Moyo Sola. Yes, love. Thank you for the correction. Just ask you this question Would you rather you find love this year or you win lottery, money, pounds, yeah. cool cash? What would you rather? That question is not even difficult because me, I don't find things. Things find me. So things things find me. So um love will find me. Uh-huh. And, and then money will find you as well. I may I may decide to give love a chance. Mm. Maybe love have found me already, Seth. Who we knows? Know. Mm. But but lottery, I don't I don't believe in luck. I don't like luck. I uh, I like to work hard for the things I I get. Yes. Wow. So I get to appreciate those yeah, things I, more. Honorable man, yeah, 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 yeah I honorable think, and honorable, honorable, honorable one. As far as honorable is in the world, is word. there? Mm-hmm. Mm, 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 mm. For me, I think I would like love because not because this is the season of love, but I mean, so has love found you? Um, you know, it's I'll leave that question. No way. <laughs> For another there, time, there is no way. Let's move on. There is no Let's way. Let's move, move on. You asked me the question and I answered. Well, um, <laughs> don't sweat, don't sweat. <laughs> no. Behold, please don't disturb me. Today. We didn't hear that part. You said, no, like, say it out. <laughs> Anyways, since we are talking about love, I just wanted to find out about what was your childhood like do you think you were raised with love or do you think yeah were you were you raised with love mm. did you enjoy your childhood i think um if um at the at the fear of sounding um at the fear of sounding like I'm exaggerating things, okay. I think I would still say that my childhood was was colorful. It was mm. the exact definition of love. Oh, wow. Yeah, because... You see, while I was growing up, yeah. <clears throat> I almost never knew what it felt to be unloved mm. or to experience hatred from people whatsoever. Wow. You know, hatred has so many aspects say like jealousy greed selfishness what have you but while i was growing up i i never got to experience those things for myself it was i was not able to relate to people talking about it um even my parents were may have were victims of you know different forms of hatred in one form or the other while they were and growing up yeah maybe while i was growing up oh they were victims of hatred and when they tried to explain it Mm -hmm. there was no way i could grasp it because i just could not relate Mm. do you understand so my childhood was a proper childhood it was it was i was a child in my childhood 
so you didn't have any um worst childhood memories that you can think of okay did you have so, any yeah i had bad childhood memories mm. but again i would not um attribute it to to lack of love okay i mean maybe looking back i may be tempted to see it that way but while i was growing up i never saw it that way yeah and um we were not super rich when we were growing up mm -hmm. there were things i i but you were wanted i i felt comfortable mm. looking back i know we weren't but looking, looking back, back now you think you weren't comfortable yeah i know my family weren't financially comfortable when we were but growing up as at the time but you... i never felt it really mm. that we weren't comfortable I mean, but I true there were things that i needed that um, you didn't have i did not have mm -hmm. but i did not see them as things that i could not have that we could not afford mm -hmm. i just saw them as maybe some form of discipline or like you can't always get what you want you know something like that yeah i think sometimes parents do that thing where i know i remember my mom then you see this excursion thing mm -hmm. i know for a fact that my mom can afford it in mm -hmm. fact i know my parents can afford it i don't know if it's some form of punishment or... you know. <laughs> i mean they were literally i remember then would have students that on excursion days if you've paid come this way if you've not paid i'm always among those people that, that have not paid, paid. <laughs> and i don't get it because i mean i would have paid my school fees i have all the textbooks i was comfortable but somehow i just didn't i don't know if is it like a an african parent thing do you think it's like i think it i think it's um an african thing i think back back in those days mm -hmm. it was we're looking at the new parents we're having these days now nah, they don't exercise that form of discipline mm. but you know while we were growing up our parents were like that i mean most parents were like that i know of um many of my your friends my not really but i would say my my relatives okay. say my aunts my uncles you mm -hmm. know that are parents to my cousins mm -hmm. you know that would also exercise that form of discipline it's not that they could not afford it they always want they it, it was more like they always wanted to give you reasons why it was it, it was, was bad, bad to go exactly i mean why are you thinking of the words but those friends that their parents give them this money ah are they maybe, different from maybe my those parents ones, maybe those ones have two heads maybe I, I think i have to call my mother to ask her those ones have two because heads. i mean there were not always many if we we're like 50 in a class would have like 10 people whose parents have paid then we have like the whole 40 of us in my, in my own while i was growing up it was quite different i mean it was almost like i was the only one i did not pay <laughs> <laughs> no that has to be a joke <laughs> no i'm serious like um yes we knew that there were some parts of the class that they could not afford it at all yes yeah those ones won't show up and we were not going to question the reason why mm -hmm. they didn't show up because i could mean, all understand yes. like it was an unspoken mm -hmm. um, explanation yeah. that we all could understand yeah. but i mean i did not appear to people as someone whose parents could not so if, to be honest it's probably that my parents could not even afford it at the time i would not know you know like i said earlier i i never felt like we were uncomfortable yeah looking back i know we were not mm -hmm. but while i was growing up i felt we were comfortable so again i did not feel that we we're not comfortable and that was how i that was how i was projected okay you know to people who were out there who were looking mm. at me so if muyo did not show up 
something is wrong. Something is wrong. Definitely. And there was no way I could explain to them that they would. That they understand. did not pay my. Yeah, they didn't pay my mom. Said I did not pay that. What if I go and kill another country? What? I want to ask this question. Okay. Why are you always thinking of the worst? I don't know. Why is it now? What if you go and you meet, say, the president of Nigeria there with? I they mean, never have that for. They always think, oh, what if you okay. you go and you see at the time Facebook was like a thing where people would just pop up random stories mm-hmm. that something these people are going to school and then something happened and then the next day will be asking, my mother will say you know <laughs> somebody if has I, you're not even going to school you're sitting at home <laughs> i don't know if it's like a is it a parent thing and you know sometimes i'll just go on instagram and then i would see people saying similar stories about their childhood and then it got me thinking does it mean that all our parents are cut from the same cloth or something because these stories are always similar. similar yes. Have you had that experience? I think it's an it's an era thing. Mm. So a time period. <clears throat> I that time like period, an African thing. Do you think? Well, I would have agreed with that, if not for the fact that we have Africans right now mm. who are not like that. Mm. So I want to see it as more of an era thing. Oh, yeah? that's like their age. Like it was their age. So mm. our parents were parents to us as at the same time and mm. probably grew up around the same time okay you know no, maybe in the 60s now. 70s thereabouts so they were their thoughts were shaped by the things they experienced while they were growing up and how quickly probably how quickly life you know turned around to be really really bad and they were just trying to protect us from it i think back then mm-hmm. i don't know why okay. i kind of understood but I think it's I think it's weird that I was able to I understand. But <laughs> I legit thought my parents hated me. No, I think back then I I understood. Because I know that my father has this money. I know my father can do can this do thing. If you're then. listening Why to you me right it? now, father, I knew you could afford this thing. But she knew you could afford it. I mean, my father would just afford it. But you didn't. He would you just, just not do it. Now have this, you ever heard of sorry i have to cut you in yeah. what about the part that they will tell you go and tell your dad and your dad will say go and tell your mom no that kills me my what did your I, mom say she said i cannot go eh? if she has said you cannot go then you cannot go but i do you know i used to think that they used to have like one bedroom convo they already know what they will say but they just want they to don't go. need to have that conversation they they've just already know. Pretend it's like it is default is their default setting why they were getting married and saying their vows to each other there were some unspoken <laughs> vows underneath that you know, whenever the children say they want to go on excursions or they want to go out with their friends, let's just say they're not going. So, but this I will, I will first say they should come and tell you. Then you say go and tell your father. I will say what did your mom say? Ah, say no, no, so no. I think no, they already no. planned it. All no. the times they were dating, taking themselves under the tree, and did they, they even date? I mean, question for another day. Another day. But I mean, I do think that it's very important for people to talk about their childhood because. I was scrolling through IG this week or some days back, and then I saw where somebody said um, she had strict parents while she was growing up, and then it dampened on her esteem. It made her have low self-esteem. And then I could relate to it because at some point in my life, I did have low self-esteem. And I do think it's because of the way I was raised. I mean, no shit to my parents. My parents were... If I could say the most loving, everybody said that. Already I know, I know how people say, "Oh, my, on, you know, on Mother's Day, I have the best mother." 
and then Everybody people begin to wonder. So who has the witch? <laughs> Whose mother is the witch then? <laughs> but I do actually think I not I don't think I know that I had I still have them. They're still alive. Thanks be to God. They're loving parents. But I don't know. I just feel like um some there was some there were some things that my dad would do that would hurts me or hits me in a bad place and then growing up it, it affected me so i want to know if you have any do you have like experience any like that. yes any childhood memory or any childhood trauma that sort of shaped you that i mean while you want to make certain decisions you look back and you could tell that oh it's because i was raised a certain way do you think Mm. you have that experience before i before i answer that question let mm. me ask you um this mm. we've been friends for quite a while now. yeah um do you think i'm very sociable mm. so not exactly i know that sometimes you're i think you're sociable with your friends but i've never seen you no, looking at it now, I think you're sociable, actually. You think I'm sociable? Yeah, you are. Let me tell you why it was difficult for you to answer that question. Mm. <clears> that is because um, I think originally there was this there is this spectrum between being an introvert okay. and being an extrovert. Mm -hmm. I am neither of those. You're like in the middle. I'm like in the middle. I am inverted. Yeah. So I'm like naturally I'm inclined to be introverted. Mm -hmm. But whenever I decide to be sociable, mm. I can socialize well. Yeah, that's why I said you're like more social with your yeah. friends. So it is really quite difficult for you to please me between being an introvert and being an extrovert. extrovert. And I want to relate that to the question that you asked. Mm -hmm. So while I was growing up, mm -hmm. I my parents were never really the ones that were comfortable with us making friends. friends with, Sorry um, to cut you short. Yeah. Do you remember how... Have you ever wanted to go visit your friends and then your mom would say or your dad would say, can't those your friends come no, to this your is house? True. Now, the thing is, I never even, your dad would say, me or that by <laughs> I have never even attempted to tell to my tell parents I want to go and visit my friends. Wow. If I go and visit my friends, I lied. <laughs> I told a lie. You told so them you were going somewhere else. I told them I was going somewhere else or maybe they sent me on an errand. And then you just quickly oh, go... So instead of me walking majestically to run mm. the errand, I'll run so I can branch at my friend's place. Um, I please, please, please don't even remind me of those times because I knew at some point I I was flogged severely. You know, a lot of a lot of a lot of strokes of pains. Yeah, yeah, because you know when you're with your friends, you you get to um, spend so much time. Mm. You get to spend so much time, and maybe you lose track of time. So while I was growing up, my parents were the kinds that. Um, <clears throat> They did not want us to socialize with friends. Mm. The the neighborhood where we grew up, it was not um it's not safe. And it was safe, okay. but the the children around were not exactly model children to follow. Oh. Yeah. So then we stayed in a rented apartment that was um I would like to say caged, but we're not caged, it was burglary proof. Okay. And so Yoruba used to call Call us a woman who gets. Ah. You so we were like the Bottish children mm. in the in the neighborhood. So the Ajibos. They, yeah, Ajibos in the ah. neighborhood. So they did not want us to, you know, interact with people 
Anybody. So the only times I get to, <laughs> please, I'm not using that term for them. So the only time I get to, you know, actually talk to people when I get to school, but, and those ones are hardly my friends. They are yeah. just my classmates because mm. I am only limited to exchanging words, pleasantries with them during break and maybe on my way home after school. So you didn't have so any after friends, that, any classmate that was your actual friend? That was my friend. Mm. Ah, you didn't have? Not really. So did you didn't have friends as a, as a child? Did you? So I mean, as adults now, mm. we have a totally different definition of friends. Okay. So with the kind of definition of friends that I know right now, okay. I do not have friends back then. I had people that, you know... You just related with that. I related it. with, yeah, wow. we would play, we would joke, but nothing really too deep. Mm-hmm. I think my child... Do you understand? Stuff. Yeah. Mm. So... I had friends. That way, it, it was really hard. I found it really hard to socialize. Mm. I found it really, really hard to socialize. And while I was growing older, mm-hmm. I got to find out that for one to be successful in this life, you need to understand the quality of networking. So networking is an equivalent task for me. It is very, very difficult for me to network. Now? Now, yes. So I can, Ah. so, you know, I'm trying to draw, you know, a parallelism between, you know, what happened in my childhood and how it is difficult for me to network now. now. So it takes me extra effort. You know, I go the extra mile. I I am actively, I, I don't network passively. You know, there are people who, they do it by default. They network passively. They don't have to. Yeah, I can give you that. They don't don't have to try. But I have to try. I have to put in that extra Extra. effort to network. And one of the things I've learned by being, you know, I would say to an extent, I am a little bit socially intelligent. Okay. So when I get to notice that I'm in a gathering and I'm actually supposed to be networking, interacting, and because... Naturally, I am introverted. I'm, I'm inclined to be introverted. I take the initiative to, you know, start to socialize, mm. start to network. I have to think about it, prompt myself to act. Wow. Yeah, so it's, it's difficult. And Do you know when people say it's difficult for them to network? I totally cannot relate. Well, I did say that I had a... I mean, some part of my childhood affected me now it affected some it affected me an adult but you see that social part Mm-mm. my dad is like i don't know what i can use to qualify him i don't know the ad- ad- adjectives to use he's literally everywhere like my dad cannot be somewhere and then you will not know that there's somebody there so i think it rubbed up it rubbed off oh, on me yeah. yes yeah. how i don't think i can be somewhere and just be quiet no you don't know how to if do I, that. when i'm quiet <laughs> there's an issue it means there's something wrong i am i'm like a social butterfly i'm everywhere there's nobody i you cannot talk, talk to but well that is a thing with me i do also have low self-esteem or i had low self-esteem why and i think that's because growing up my dad is this, um, it takes a lot to impress my dad. It literally okay. takes a lot to impress my dad. You see, when you get, you could get first. You could come first. So like, if I go and see your dad now, mm. I will impress him. Ah, no, you wouldn't. Like, if I carry, like, 52 bars of yam. No. With start helicopter. From maybe bring 
petrol. Range Rover. No. I bring petrol and new notes nah. for your dad in Nigeria. <laughs> okay. Maybe. But I mean, bring like Range Rover or like. Range Rover. Yeah. I mean, the Evo. latest one. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Or Vela. bring Tesla. Vela. That's it. Rover, That's Vela, it. That's it. I'm I mean, taking notes. I mean, I'm taking notes. He can consider then. Yeah. But it's not like my dad is materialistic or anything. No, 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 no. no. I didn't say that. Not, thing if you are, but it just makes it less impressive. So I remember how I would come first in class. Mm-hmm. While I was in primary school, I remember vividly how on the day we go to collect our report card, people in my neighborhood where I lived then at Ikeja, Ogba, they will come out of their house and they would expect me because they know I would, I would take first. Mm-hmm. So I remember really how these people, I, I mean, I think they usually sell provisions. They have like several provision stores. So they'll come out of their house and say, ah, you took first again, Abby, take this. You took first again, Abby, take this. Take. And these people will celebrate me outside. And then I'll get home and then I would have like maybe 80 and then my dad like, eh, I'll try sharp, but I want to buy 90, 90. or to buy 90, or to buy 100. I mean, I don't think it was like a, it's not like he meant it as a bad, bad thing. Because mm-hmm. he would tell me, oh, eh, I'll try, no, I'll try, but I mean, you tried, but you could have done better. You said that you could have done better. Just somehow always. I don't know. It just affected me in some. It like reduces the the way you have seen your achievements. Yes, like it in front of yes. Your eyes. Because coming from outside, people would. You see, when I when I take my fifth, ah uh, ah, uh, <laughs> trust me, that's about to no. It's about ah uh, ah. Uh, because you take it first. We're saying it's not even really pass. You not come and get the fifth. Ah uh, ah. Uh. So you can't get fifth with ninety percent. Your dad won't take it still. Hey? Then I will have to do a lot of extra. Do you know that? When I, I remember then, if I'm, if I'm coming back home with, with my report, I would have to, I already used to prepare explanations in my head. But do you know when my dad usually do that? Thinking back now, I, I remember how, there's no textbook I don't have. If you see my school bag, you know, right now I have a small stature. So imagine while I was like 13 or yeah, I was, and then my bag do you, you know, no I don't know if you see all these students that when they carry their bag, they have a good hunch bag. Because the bag is full to the brain. So you were one of them. I'm telling you, I was. I had oh my all God. the textbooks. And you say you will not collect first. I, I had every single textbook. You should have been getting 100%. Maybe that's what my That's why. That's why. You say, I bought you all the textbooks. So you can't say... The teacher failed me, or I failed because I didn't have the textbook. There was no you had everything you needed. I had everything. So, but then, do you, do you think that that's not like a... I think it kind of... It still affects me now because I would do something really big, and then I'm like, mm. I mean, some you people have done it better, or somebody, eh, some people have done it before, and they've done it better, or some people have bigger achievements, and and all that so when you have achievement first of all did you ever have that were you like a scholar <laughs> did you always like take first how did your parents you are not supposed you to ask me this question I, because i mean i know i just wanted to embarrass you so please take the floor sorry to disappoint you i was a scholar <laughs> let's take first 
Sorry to disappoint you. I was a scholar. Eh? What is your problem? Let's take first. Yes, now. First position. I'm serious. I can't even lie to you. Really? Yes. Mm. I'm serious. I can't yeah, even I'll lie. Collect. I'll come well, to well, 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 to be honest, when I was in school, I, mm. I've never really been serious. I just did not like to fail. Mm. Did you understand? I, I did not I like to agree fail. Because I mean, knowing you now, I know that. No, 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 no. Please, please, please don't even bring, don't bring that into Let's this Let's embarrass you. Okay. Don't embarrass me. Okay. So I've never really been a serious student. Mm-hmm. But I have always hated to fail. Mm. I I have also hated. I've always I've also always hated to be at the mercy of anybody else in the exam hall. So while Can I was in school, those, I beg, let me copy you. No, 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 no. I don't no. do that. It's it's more of come and copy me. So, <laughs> do you understand? So even while I was on serious, so we were rushing to sit with you. Yes, now you were like me. <laughs> So even while I was on serious, I made sure that for every exams I prepared very well. very well. So while I was in primary school, yes, I was getting first, first, first. But when I got into secondary school, I mean, like it was a totally mm-hmm. different place. And <clears throat> so because I was on serious, it was quite different in secondary school. I know you would agree with me that yeah. in secondary school, you you were not just judged based on your exams. Mm-hmm. You were also judged based on things that they called continuous assessment. Definitely. Yeah. So with the continuous assessment, because I was on serious, I would not do assignments. I would submit assignments late. I do not have income. So you had notes. only exams. So my continuous assessment were usually very low, and my exams very very high. Mm. So while I would still pass very very well, mm. there was no way I was coming first because Definitely. there were people who were serious in class mm-hmm. that had continuous yeah. assessment and had and exams. Had exams. So yeah, I was I was scoring really really high, mm-hmm. and I think my parents just knew that this guy is a, is a good. We think he knows what he is doing. So they never really like they were not so hard on you. They were not really hard on me. Now let me tell you something happened while I was in maybe SS two. Okay. You know we used to do this midterm mid mm. mid midterm test. Yes, yes. So we did this midterm test. I knew that I would either come first, second, or third in class. I came 13th. Out of? Out of. Maybe we were 40 or thereabouts, or 30th. I mean, you still tried, but... So I came mm. 13th. But I came 13th with maybe like a 79%. Wow. Do you understand? That means you had like gurus in your class. Awesome. Maybe, maybe the midterm test was... was just, maybe people just really prepared for the prepared midterm for test. That one. Yeah. But... Yeah, but I came 13th, mm-hmm. and everybody was like, Muyo, what did you... Uh, I came 13th, I came 13th, and like, ha, Muyo does not know book again. <laughs> but by the time they see what I had scored, like, oh, 79 points, something. Oh, okay. Okay, maybe it's just an idiot. I mean, if you even go home, you can't... If you tell your father that you have 79, I cannot tell him I came 13th. 13. Of course, just say you had 79. I just say I had 79, <laughs> and he's okay with that. I had of 79. course. So the only issue I had back then was that the teachers in school were like, Muyo, what's going on? Look at all this food I used to teach. Yeah, I said, I'm not competing with anybody. Did I pass? Yes, wow. I passed. If I pass, then that's fine. That was like you your... understand. Mm. So that means you so, cannot, you can definitely not relate to that side of my story where and, achievements were like a. So the part I mean, it has story... to be like 100 over 100 for me. For me to even feel that, oh, I did something great. Yeah. You know, the part of, the part of your story that kind of, re- that I can kind of relate to mm-hmm. would not be people diminishing my achievement okay. it will be like i grew up where i was taught to be modest with my achievements mm. and it was you know i saw it as I, I now became overly modest with my achievements 
so like that even when i have it, achieved mm. something i don't get to celebrate my successes wow. i don't get to i'm like oh, you know I, I but don't that's bad yeah it's bad do you understand so um I, I get the point you are trying to raise and i think it really really applies to everybody at one point or, or the other you know the way we were brought up our childhood experiences can you know shaping the kind of persons we become there are some things yeah that we can try to unlearn learn there are some things that are very very difficult to unlearn as well because they are you know deeply ingrained embedded in our person let me ask yeah. you this don't give me um i think i don't know but i do think that every africa did your parents ever offend you and then tell you sorry has it ever happened have you ever heard your mother tell you sorry for doing something to you has it ever happened only when i grew older when you you're so lucky my guy only when i grew older only when i grew older your mom or your dad both of them you've told you so let me tell you let me tell you something see when i was that's very strange chill now when i was growing up Mm -hmm. you know i told you that i did not really have friends Mm. my parents were my friends and your siblings yeah my siblings siblings were friends Mm. so my dad was really really strict he was a disciplinarian Mm -hmm. I think that's the way he was brought up okay and my mom was the total opposite mm. she she would not pamper you and spoil you but she was rich you, you could appeal to her reason mm. but with my dad you could not appeal to his reason not because it was not reasonable but because you did not just think you had it in you <laughs> to appeal to this so you would not even try do you understand I yeah so whenever he feels I have offended him. Mm-hmm. I agree I've offended him. You don't even bother. I don't try. I don't try to ah, but daddy, I did not offend really. I just want, I, I just feel if you think I've offended you, yeah, Omar, you are right. <laughs> you are right. So flog me or, or talk I'm to sorry, me or, or talk to me. I don't even say daddy, no, this is not how it is. So well, while we were growing up, we got to a point where my dad was doing that severally. My mm-hmm. sister was already my sister was my sister is two years older than I am. Mm-hmm. So that day, my sister just, I think he flogged my sister. Mm-hmm. Um, she was very well in her tents. You know, he he flogged her and she was like, no, why are you flogging me? Ooh. Yeah, she told him that, no, why are you flogging me? The thing you said I did, I didn't do it. Why did you not just allow me to explain to you, appeal to your reason? What so, did you do? I can't remember really. I can't remember. He did not so, flog her some more. No, 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 no. I really no, no. admire her courage. No, no, no. He did not flog her some more. So he stopped and she was pissed and she expressed herself. My sister was pissed and she expressed herself. And he didn't say anything. He left. That was the last time he, he ever... flogged my sister or flogged me as a person. Whoa. So she like. Do you understand? So whenever I was talking, when, whenever we do something that, you know, offends him, he would just prefer to talk. Yeah, he would say, you people will say you know <sighs> you people will say i don't used to listen to you look at this one now i'll say eh, this one was a mistake eh, we are sorry we are sorry we are sorry do you understand and so also if you know we felt he has done something unbecoming mm-hmm. maybe to us mm-hmm. to his wife our mom mm-hmm. you know and we call him to her that no we don't think you should do this oh okay i didn't say it that way i'm sorry mm-hmm. this is the way you know we me and my dad and my, my and my parents now relate more on 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 a guy guy basis wow 
I mean, I call my mom to yeah, say, now. Now far. Mm. I call my dad out. But far. that's now, you not know, when now. I was younger. Yeah. But when I was younger, no way. There was no way we were appealing. If you have been judged, you have been judged. No court of appeal, no tribunal. Yes. I, so when I was younger, you know, thinking about <laughs> it now, I think my mom is not a disciplinarian, but she is the, you know, all those um, mothers that, when you do something and then she wants to beat you and you run. You know how you run, then you think that mm, mm, nah. in the night. <laughs> in the night. <laughs> when you sleep, something I, will wake you. I hear these stories, but I never experienced it. Ah, I experienced it. I, I never experienced My mother will never, she, you know, just, you'll be running, they'll not be begging you. If, if you live in like a face you have or like a street where everybody knows everybody. Mm-hmm. And then, no, my mother, she, nobody will even know that. Oh, she's still angry at you and then aha uh-huh, <laughs> she will flog you but my dad is more of the can't even run i mean i think thinking about it i'm so sorry dad but thinking about <laughs> it now i think my dad just thinks all his children are guys like i feel like literally beats you like <laughs> like a guy <laughs> guy. <laughs> i mean he beats you. like you're a guy and oh so i don't think that's most of the time are uh, the the things we experience growing up uh ah, forget i chop king um, but then they're really shaping they are not shaping king. us right now to make good decisions or i say my parents are sweet oh. my parents are sweet oh. but i don't think anybody in this room can compete with me with the amount of king i've collected because oh. <laughs> i, I was stubborn and you're a guy i, I think guy children born. are always like very hard to raise or so i've heard come on i mean i'm here is that king that's shaping you no, no, now? No, 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 no. You know, it got to a better. point where I can remember this particular scenario very, very vividly. It got to a point where <laughs> I was being flogged for the same thing Over every an... single day. Hmm. And I did not understand why I was being flogged. How I'll tell you, you. I was, I think I was in secondary school then. Was so I? Like maybe, then. yeah, maybe about Jesus too. So in the compound where I lived, mm. we were just, you know, two families, mm-hmm. the landlord's family you. and our family. Okay. So we were really close. So me and the landlord's son, mm. Uncle Yomi, is like way, older, way older than me. Than He's about like 10, 15 years older than I am. Yeah, wow. So <clears throat> we used to play, I used to play PS2 okay. in his house or um, football manager where I act as, as a coach on, on his computer. Even while you were in just two? Yes, while I was in GS2. Okay. So it was when I introduced me to all of those video games. Okay. I didn't have friends, remember? Yeah. So there was this particular <laughs> 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 So there was this particular time now. So I, I went there. My mom got back from work. She saw that the house was open. And Moyo Moyo Moyo, I came, Mama, mommy, welcome. Why did you leave the house open? Why did you not do the dishes? Why did you not fetch the water? See, there is like there's this. She flogged the hell out of me. You know what you're supposed to do? You didn't do it okay so the following day you still did the same thing i did the dishes then I you went the water, to play i left the door open moyo where did you go to she was saying you moyo ibolowa moyo moyo you want to tell you mommy has come she has come i'll be gallivanting oh mommy has come oh ah mommy welcome ah, ah, 
this is the great official kunle. Mm-hmm. Why did you open the door? That's translation in, in mm-hmm. Yoruba. Why did you open the door now? Why did you not lock the door? I was and then so the I next felt, day the reason why she was vlogging was because i did not close the door, the door. so you closed the, the following door. day i closed the door i did not do the dishes I did not. <laughs> <laughs> do you hate me woman so you get so it was after she was like why don't you used to listen okay why close the door but say. why did you not do the dishes before you go out and play finish everything, everything you have, you to, have do to do in, the, in fact now from now henceforth don't go again, don't go oh, again. Boy, i can correct you tomorrow <laughs> i can close your door i can watch dishes and everything but don't even go again just sit down in your house wow so wow i and and those times my parents were nice when they were flogging us because they do not they do not flog us out of anger mm. so you didn't have bruises or anything no i did mm-hmm. what i meant was if they want if my if i have offended my dad mm-hmm. And he wants, yeah, and he has gone to bring the cane. I know he's giving me only two strokes of cane. Only two. Do you understand? Ah. With my mom, I know it is six strokes. So if I have offended wow. you, I know that I am taking two strokes from daddy or from six, six strokes from mommy. So even if they are angry, they moderated how much they flogged. But you see, this particular day I told you, she, of, she flogged this particular day. Was it your mom or your dad? My so mom. I can double it. This, this my mom. This particular like day, or oh. <laughs> I could not count. She was flogging me all over my body. Before it was, bring your hand. This one was all over my body. That's how I was. When I finished, when I she sent me to the bus stop to get maybe something from her shop. She had, she owned a baby wear shop at the bus stop. So when I was going, I met my cousin, and my cousin was like, as soon as I went my mind to talk to my cousin, I started crying because you were. <laughs> I was crying not because of the pain I felt from being flogged, but, but from pitying myself to have gone through all of that. Like, ah, was it me that they flogged me? Was it me that they flogged like this? <laughs> wow. On another occasion, I think that morning, maybe I had done something wrong. Mm. It was a Saturday morning. We were trying to wash clothes mm. outside. I was trying to wash clothes outside. So I had done something wrong. Maybe she had corrected me. I can't remember what it was, but she came. It was in a compound. She had taken her, um, her wrapper. She had okay. tied it around her. Uh-huh. she had come outside now she dressed she that business. way because she had taken the cane and had hidden it you know behind ah, her back so she, so she was walking ah Muyo, what are you doing so that you not run um, so that I would not run. because i was outside if i were inside uh-huh. i knew i would not run but if we were to be in the compound i'll be moving back so she just brought it out she started whipping me all over my body no, no, no. I can't compete with anybody as to um, the amount of times I've been flogged. In... Wow. No, 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 no. I, when it comes to flogging, I think the only time I can compete is punishment. Do, do you ever carry stabilizer? Uh-huh. You carry stabilizer <laughs> and your hands will be up and you'll be whipping That's... profusely. And you do not That's have muscles like this. I don't know why I don't have muscles. I really don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know why I don't have muscles. Oh. You should thank your parents too, that they allow you to do some. But I can't. Yeah. mommy, please. She daddy, was training please. you, giving you muscles. My, my dad would because I think because he knew that if he flogs you, he will kill you. So he will not just. Yeah, he will not flog. You. He will just say one carry stabilizer or like you're right. In fact, we have a stabilizer in the house where you can. And it's not like all those. Is I don't know if you know brands of stabilizers, but I can't. It's heavy. <laughs> this stabilizer is heavy. I'm not even exist. I don't know, but I will carry this thing, and my hands will be paining me. 
Well, I think if we keep going on and on about childhood mm. memories, we would not stop. What's the name of your teddy bear? I don't know. I don't know. What, but this one is called Benny. Benny. Yeah, what name do you think I should give this one? We'll give this one... Um, ben. Ben. Hi, guys. Um, I'm sure this is My ben. guest today has called... This is Benny, and he has decided to name this one Ben. Mm. Mm. I don't think this sugar I like nice, this name, though. but I mean... This yogurt is nice. It is, yeah. You didn't, so taste you didn't tell me that I should take my yogurt. I'm so since. sorry. I was really enjoying your story. And I think I will still invite you back. So you could tell us more of the stories. This time around, you pay. Well, we'll talk about that. But Look at this Ben now. This is going to be having childhood trauma when he grows up. I think that you have a death wish. But <laughs> guys, I'm so glad that I got to speak with Moyo today. It was a very loving conversation and I'm I'm glad I got to speak with you. Thank you so much, Moyo, for coming. Thank yeah. you for telling us your stories. You're I mean I welcome. think behind camera I'll still get to listen to more of the stories or even invite you to tell us more of them. In camera or behind camera. Any of them is fine. We'll do it in camera. Any of them is fine. Mm -hmm. As long as I get to hear the stories. Is that it? Thank you guys for, for... watching this episode and I'll see you at the next episode. Bye now.